I can hear you too, right? Yeah, sorry. I was watching the Loki trailer. What? Yeah, it's what? fucking like everything's blowing up. <laughs> oh my god, we're having a meltdown. <laughs> oh my god. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Long Lost Heroes podcast. I'm AJ. And I'm Frank. And we're joined by a special guest and a Long Lost Heroes original band member, Matt Zeeby on the West Coast. Hey, guys. We're talking Star Wars emergency Welcome emergency back. podcast. Emergency. 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 <laughs> um, Can you handle it? Yeah. So, okay. So, we were all... I was sitting down to a nice Hanukkah dinner, and I didn't expect... To have a news dump the size of a Hanukkah dinner in my phone. And it just seemed like we were all ready to do this. And then I looked down. I was on, you know, Hanukkah phone calls with family. And then it was Frank. And I'm like, okay, Frank is like emergency level, which means, okay, this is going to be interesting. I'm curious what's going to happen. But not only was Frank on the phone call... Uh, we also had our good buddy, uh, Mad Zion Basile, Matt Zeeby, Zeeby as we would call him, Matt, uh, <laughs> all different names. Uh, he's out there, and they, he wants to talk Star Wars too. And I kind of looked at my wife and I'm like, listen, I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm and... sorry we interrupted the holiday. <laughs> it's, it's okay, don't worry about it. Hanukkah is a minor holiday at best, but we gotta do this right now. There's so much to talk about. So much to talk about. Like I, I couldn't even keep up at first. Uh, just the news is pouring out. I was like, "Where do we even go?" <laughs> like, you know, it's not like there's a, a a live stream we could watch. It's just like pouring out through Twitter and all the news outlets. It's so uh, the the gist is that today there was a um, an investor call um, with Disney. So it's not even just Star Wars. Like they, it's uh, Lucasfilm. It's Marvel. I, I believe they had other news and, and stuff as well, but um, here at the Long Lost Heroes podcast, we are currently the most interested in Star Wars and everything that uh, they are putting out there. Um, so it's, uh, I mean, immediate takeaways like th that. This like, DB, did you expect this? What did you know about what was coming? And like, what do you think? You're a Hollywood <laughs> inside man. Hollywood inside. I mean, immediate takeaway is. It sounded like we were going to hear, like, the next few films, like the film slates, and yeah. maybe, you know, a show or two. But I feel like we got a lot more. <laughs> so much. So much. It is very streaming service heavy, but that's kind of what they've been saying, that that's where the future of Star Wars is right now. And I, I think that's kind of okay, because... I, I think, think they're... Yeah, they, I, we'll talk about that, I think, a little bit later. I want to run down all of them because I think that they are all representative of different aspects of Star Wars that people like. 
we're kind of an uh, an interesting bunch because I think different we I, we've seen different levels of the shows we've seen different we've of course seen all the movies but you know the new things that are coming out I think are very heavily Filoni which is you know in everybody's favor I mean that's been all over the internet for the past uh, you know two weeks if you guys have been seeing as well and can concur with me that really you know people are you know want uh, Favreau and Filoni to kind of become the new you know Feige-esque you know leaders the you know the 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 brain trust behind Star Wars going forward and I think that that's very much you know present here uh I'm interested to hear like you know there's a lot of new things that are coming. There's a, a couple things that we kind of knew, the kind of th- things that we were, you know, had been introduced before, but we got a little bit more insight. Um, yeah. And then there's also in- things that are uh, entirely new and also upcoming, forthcoming, and also things that we, I think, we we're hoping to hear about or that we had thought of were going to be coming and are, were not talked about here. So. Uh, Very true. Let, let's run down the slate. I mean, it's 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 long enough to take up its so enough. Do we time. go through the the slate one by one, talk about them, or do we? Let's introduce uh, them all, and then we'll talk about them one by one. Okay. All right. So first, Rogue Squ- Squadron film, uh, directed by is it directed and written by yeah directed by Patty Jenkins from Wonder Woman. Yep. Um, first the, female to direct a Star Wars film. Yep. Um, untitled Taika Waititi film, which we sort of knew about, but I guess this is more of a formal announcement. Um, you know, he's already in Star Wars and the Disney family, so this is expected. Um, Obi-Wan Kenobi series on Disney+, Plus, which we already knew about, of course, um, with Ewan McGregor Gregor back. But the big news here is that Hayden Christensen is back and will be portraying Darth Vader. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) We get Darth Vader on TV. This is is the redemption arc, the beginning of the redemption arc for... They're they're uh, trying. They're going to try. Okay, keep going. Keeping it going. Now, big one that we were kind of expecting, uh, Ahsoka. Limited series on Disney+. Plus. Written by Dave Filoni, executive produced by Dave Filoni, John Favreau, starring Rosario Dawson. Boom. Oh, so exciting. Um, yeah. in, in that same vein, Star Wars Rangers of the New Republic, also executive produced by John Favreau and Dave Filoni. These two shows are take, taking place in the same time period as The Mandalorian, so they, they definitely feel like spinoffs of The Mandalorian to me. Yeah, for sure. All right, next uh lando oh my god that's a surprise that's a big surprise oh my god um uh (laughs) series event series on disney plus the thing that was a little interesting to me is that it doesn't say anything about donald glover being attached i don't think it's Um, donald glover that's uh, i think it's billy d you think so yeah but if it was going to be billy d they would have announced that right but they didn't but he's available but if it was going to be Donald Glover, they would have announced that. Okay, come on. Know. We'll Keep talk going. about we'll it. Talk, we'll come back to it. All right. Andor. The, oh, uh, and there's a sizzle reel. Yeah. I, I watched the sizzle reel. It's pretty cool. Oh, man. Um, so this is for the Cassian Andor series, uh, the character from Rogue One, um, Diego Luna reprising his role. Um, 
big cast of, of characters. Mon Mothma's in it. So that is happening Disney Plus in 2022. Uh, continuing on, The Acolyte, which is a brand new, something we d- didn't expect, surprise little nugget that they uh, they gave to us. This is another series on Disney Plus uh, brought to us by uh, the creator of Russian Doll, Leslie Headland, and uh, this series will be taking place in the High Republic era, which is the, the big new uh, push from LucasArts or Lucasfilm for, that takes place about 100 years before the events of the Skywalker saga. Uh, Star Wars The Bad Batch, which we knew about already, which is basically a spinoff of the Clone Wars um, animated series on Disney+. Plus. A continuation of the Clone Wars series. It, it, like, there's also a, a trailer for that if you guys are interested in, um, and it takes place more uh, like in, in the aftermath of um, Order sixty six. So that seems kind of cool. That's cool. Star Wars Visions, what? which is um, a series of animated short films, um, ten different visions, um, all from leading Japanese anime studios, which sounds fucking awesome <laughs> yeah that, that could be that could be really sweet <laughs> that could yeah. be really sweet you could because they could do anything they can go to yeah any they could go anywhere any characters yeah i'm sure they'll go young luke and do some crazy stuff that'll be great okay they'll they'll probably be a mandalorian one too because that fits ugh, ugh. um all right um and then i guess this is kind of the last one um a droid story which is another animated um series i i guess um it it will feature a new character a new droid guided by um r2d2 and c3po um so this this is another special star wars adventure on disney plus so just a ton a ton of stuff um we already knew that (laughs) in non-star wars news um that Indiana Jones was still coming. Indiana Jones five, so that's something else. Hooray! On Disney Plus is happening. But all right, guys, that's a lot of stuff. Like AJ pitched it, things we knew about, things we didn't know about, um, big surprises. um, But I think we go back to the top. Yeah. All right. So Rogue Squadron, my favorite Nintendo sixty four game of all time, the best. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god! And there were great cheat codes you could do, and you could have the Millennium Falcon. Uh, it was a totally sweet game. I'm glad that they're sticking with the with with that brand. I think that could be very fun. Um, we're so not going to see legacy characters, but for those I think of us it'll be fun. Don't, don't know what is Rogue Squadron and what is kind of what was the story other than fighter jets um, or you know like X wings and stuff. Well. Isn't Rogue Squadron based off of Rogue One? That's why they call it the Rogue no. Group. It's well, it. I guess it was based off of Rogue One. Maybe they were the first ship that was part of that squadron. But Rogue Squadron is like the the group in in the Rebellion. Like they're they're one of the the special uh, ops kind of of the Rebellion X Wing. Yeah, group. Um, it's. I remember playing the game. I don't remember the story, but right. the, the pitch here and like, the there's a very cool uh, little video that Patty Jenkins tweeted out. That's her like talking about, and there's a, there's a whole quote here on starwars.com. Basically her father was a fighter pilot and she like grew up around it all. And always wanted to make an awesome fighter pilot 
movie and whether it was like, you know, could have been like a Top Gun thing, but now she gets to do both and like a really cool fighter pilot movie to, with Star Wars. And um, so that it's, it sounds like it's very close to her heart that, that she really wants to, to do this story justice. Hell yeah. Um, so this is this mo- is a movie, obviously. Christmas 2023. So I think we could bet that we'll be back in the movie theaters by then. But So that, that would hope. That will be the next Star Wars film we see in theaters. Seems like it. Okay. Which we don't know what it's going to be about. Nope. Um, it, I, I think the, they may have a problem in the marketing, like differentiating it from Rogue One, because that's probably pretty fresh in people's minds. Although, and the marketing for Rogue One was so aggressive. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, that was 2016 and 2023. It's a good amount of time, new, I guess. A whole new thing. Um, so that that's cool. I mean, they're not saying it's a trilogy. They're just saying it's a movie. So hopefully, it's a fun ride. Yeah, there must be a story that is in there that they've developed that she feels like she could tell. I mean, I, I like that there's a family connection there feels personal. Um, it kind of feels like everything's open, you know, yeah. sky, sky's the limit, if you will, or galaxy's the limit. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Um, I just, yeah, I just hope, you know, I hope we care. I hope we give a shit, but that's why you bring in a director like that. Who's compelling and, seasoned and we're gonna hopefully tell a good story there i mean no man's land it's in and of itself is like one of the best action sequences in the last 10 years so like she's great i think she can def i'm curious to see how she's gonna shoot flying and x-wings like that's something we've you know you kind of see what you never really dig into so maybe it's not even gonna be x-wings i'm down i can't wait i think it sounds i think it sounds like a great yeah. movie i'm i'm in yeah and we the new Wonder Woman movie comes out in 15 days, so we'll see her new take on that. I guess this this will probably be her next project, though, For uh, sure. before before Wonder Woman 3, if she ends up doing it. And it sounds like Wonder Woman 2 is supposedly very good. That's, 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 that's the what early, they're saying. The earlier reviews are quite promising. Oh, yeah, we, so. are, we are down. <laughs> down, super down. I mean, that... We already talked about all all that WB stuff, but yeah, yeah. The, we we've got movies to talk about again, and we'll be able to talk about them on the podcast. Probably not on Christmas Day. <laughs> <laughs> we will be op- we will be opening presents, <laughs> sending sipping well, hot cocoa. We'll we'll check in maybe a few days later or after the new year. We'll see. We gotta right, play on the so... Xbox. <laughs> uh, Taika Waititi. Uh, so Taika, no, no information, nothing. It's kind of frustrating that they didn't say more um, because I feel like this is not news, but I guess they needed to like include it so they like people didn't forget about it. But but <laughs> they did that with somebody else. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, well, let's just talk about Taika for a second. Yeah. So it feels like the deal's locked in. You know, he's officially on board. To your, to you, you know what you said earlier that he's already kind of in the family, which is true with. You know, the Mandalorian voicing the character. Um, you, you know, and directing. And directing. And directing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's funny because, you know, Star Wars has some comedic relief, but 
overall is more of it's a not wink. a comedy. Yeah, it's more of like a wink than you know straight comedy. So I'm I'm curious. I'm sure it's going to be a blast and a great time. He is such a talented director, and you know everything he touches seems to be gold. But um, yeah, I we have no idea what this is going to be. It could be like a buddy buddy story you know, traveling through the galaxy, who knows? But, you know, whatever it is, I'm super on board for. Do you think that, um, like, they're trying to protect the comedy of it because of the way that Chris Miller and Phil Lord had to deal with what happened to them on Solo? And, like, maybe, like, if they kind of just, like, fly under the radar and, like, Taika has already proven himself a competent director of a Star Wars product, like mm. that he has to kind of just like play it cool and like not really shed so much light and that when it's ready and like we get there, like they'll, they'll promote it. But I don't think that they're going to like push this as forward as, as solo had to be, you know, like because it's hot solo. I think yeah. that, yeah, I think the situation's a little different because he is kind of proven himself already. And I feel like there's a level of trust there. Um, such a, it's such a better, assessment to see how they're going to handle the product to bring them in direct this show we know is amazingly successful <laughs> it's going to totally work all yeah. you gotta do is direct this amazing is an episode it's going to be hard in and of itself but you're a part of this bigger collective right but i think taika also has a stronger filmography than lord yeah. miller did i mean the lego movie was a success but it's a very different thing an animated film versus a live action film especially with this IP. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting. I mean, maybe they're maybe because it's further down the road. Cause his next project is Thor love and thunder. Like I, or I think they're already working on it. I don't know where they are in terms of shooting, but it, it I don't know. I, I'm down. I'm excited. I think, I, I hope that it's kind of like totally out there and, like not connected to any characters or like maybe there are some familiar elements, but like, honestly, like if it is comedic, I want it to be, you guys probably haven't checked this out, but um, Star Trek had a new series this year called lower decks, which was an animated series. And it's like, has all of your favorite things from Star Trek. um, But like, you're looking at it from a completely different lens. It's animated, mm-hmm. but it's hilarious from the, like one of the creators or one of the executive producers and writers of Rick and Morty. So it was a, a lot of fun. So I think you could take like a similar uh, approach and just like make it like super goofy. And I mean, I don't know. I, it'll be a good time. I think. Yeah. I, I, I'm right. down. I just hope that it gets protected. Yeah. Don't, don't ruin my baby. Just and like, don't give away all the jokes in the trailers. <laughs> leave it, leave it alone. Let it be funny and cool. Um, okay. But but before we get to the next thing, I, I sort of teed up something. One thing that we didn't hear about is Ryan Johnson's movies. Yeah. The trilogy. Um, what do we think's going on there? Do we think that uh, they're still going to happen? Because like, I think if they weren't on this thing, they're not. They're that seems like a very big IP. Um, I think if that if that was not on this call, I don't know if it's happening in that way. If he's doing a solo film or something different than the trilogy, I think that could still happen, or or a show or something else in his vein. But I don't think he's gonna. Um, 
I don't think the original promise that he he was given after Last Jedi had come out and the critical reviews came in is the same as how Last Jedi is looked at within the the crux of the last sequel trilogy. Matt, what do you think? I think two things. I think either it's not happening, like whatsoever, like the deal's done, he's out. Or I think, AJ, what you said, it's it's a big IP or it's a big project he's working on and maybe it is so complex that it's pushed further down the slate and also gives it more time to breathe from last jedi you know if this if his next star wars film comes out like 10 years after last jedi you know people might diehard fans will know but like you know i'd say i'd say a lot of people wouldn't and we'll just think of oh there's this you know, brand new trilogy coming out that's going to kind of set the next... That's kind of a cool idea. Reset the next, you know, wave of Star Wars films. Yeah. I I think it's hard because the three of us enjoyed The Last Jedi. Yeah. If I remember correctly. I'm a a Um, Last Jedi fan. Now, now, the, the sequel trilogy as a whole... Like it doesn't get as high marks for the as the film does, right. and I think there are just so many fans out there that really hated it, and you know, even came back around that like liked Rise of Skywalker better, which like seems crazy, but you know, <laughs> tell us in the comments why. <laughs> um, so, but I think because of that, maybe there there's a reason that Disney brass Lucasfilm are like, you know what. Maybe we need to stay away from him, Ugh. which is unfortunate because, like, you, you, when they pitched it as one filmmaker with his vision, writing and directing Go, and planning this please. whole thing, that's, like, exactly what Star Wars needed because the sequel trilogy did not do that. Well, we'll see. It's yeah. not here today, so we'll see what happens maybe uh, at the next big event. All right. Obi-Wan Kenobi. We talked about it last week. <laughs> um, but we could not have predicted this part. I mean, yeah, I guess no. there were some rumors maybe or like hopes and dreams that maybe. Hayden I also Christian heard that there was like back. maybe a whole show around him coming out. Uh, on, on Hayden? Not on, on Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Well, maybe that's what this is. Yeah, yeah definitely. Maybe. Maybe something leaked right, and this okay, is what say it, it say the it. Say the log, say the line. What? Uh, Hayden that. Christensen will be returning as Darth Vader. Oh, well, we said that. <laughs> and this will be the rematch of the century, Kennedy oh, said. Ah, uh, yeah. That's crazy. So, like, when when they were speculating about his return, like, as fan service things, I imagined it being, like, flashbacks or memories or weird force dreams or stuff, something like that here. It sounds like Obi-Wan Kenobi and Darth Vader are going to go toe to toe. Right. <laughs> in real life. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, because when we started to talk about the Obi-Wan series and what that would look like, it's like, we know the events after revenge of the Sith, he goes into hiding, he goes into exile. Okay. Like it's, it doesn't sound like a lot, I mean, I'm sure a lot happened, but from our perspective as as viewers, he's he's kind of a hermit now, which is kind of yeah. where we see him, you know, some whatever, 40 years later in episode four. 
But now it sounds like the chase is kind of still on and there's going to be a little more action. And I guess he's going to fight still. <laughs> it's kind of weird to me because like what, what it sounds like, I, I can't imagine that Darth Vader is going to show up on Tatooine and find him because well, otherwise that, that breaks the canon. Right. So that's over. Yeah. So it, it, to me, it seems like Obi-Wan's going to have to be out and about and will encounter Vader. And, you know, then he goes back into hiding. Because, that, still, you know, that still tracks, though. That that tracks, because, you know, when they have their conversation, like, look how, you know, I've become the master, that whole thing. Like, it's implied that it's been a long, long time, but maybe it's only like 10 years. You know, they want to see each other frequently, you know, they, they like each other. <laughs> um yeah i think this is really excellent i'm curious to see even if it's not that they're interacting as much as they're just like you see the plots playing out against like a counterpoint to what's happening with obi-wan is what's happening with with vader I'm, i'm i'm in and if they can give you know hayden some redemption and and like maybe he does a really good job of you know, getting the action down and doing the stuff he did it before he's, I mean, you can say a ton about him, but like he, he did all those, they did these stunts, man. Like that lightsaber fighting is real. <laughs> like, it, so the thing that's weird to me though, is like he, you know, he's this face that we know, but if he's Darth Vader, we're not going to see his face. No, Obviously, we're not going to hear him either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So it's like, how much is unless that's why I feel like it should be, um, something else like flashbacks or whatever but if i i don't know like who played him uh who played vader in rogue one um who was that's a good question (laughs) let's find out um okay so the other thing i want to say and this is maybe this was too fan servicey fan ficky of me um I was kind of hoping that darth maul was going to show up versus instead of vader Mm. because Mm. of their history together through the through uh, episode one and the Clone Wars, and then at the end of Solo, we see Darth Maul pop up, and like I want to know what happens. Like, why? How did he, you know, become this criminal, uh, like leader, like of the Enterprise of the Underworld, and like what's he up to? And so that to me would have been a cool way for Obi Wan to intersect. But maybe there's a Maul series out there too. Yeah, I mean, it seems like they're just giving everybody a series, so why not? Why not just give Darth Maul? His yeah, series. but we but Darth Maul. Well, I watched Solo a couple of nights ago, and it was a lot better than I remembered it. And yeah. I think I liked those characters. I liked that story, and I would be down to see where they went. Um, and I was curious to see that Darth Maul was involved, and I loved hearing Dave Filoni talk about bringing back Darth Maul in the Mandalorian gallery series on Disney Plus. So, yeah, like, I, I was expecting to see something with Darth Maul here and there, and it was interesting that he was totally absent. I mean, he could still, to your point, Frank, he could still show up in this Obi-Wan series. Like, why not? Why not? Yeah, I guess the bigger news would have been with uh, with Vader and Hayden Christensen. I, I am all about the redemption for him, because I don't think a lot of it was his fault. <laughs> right. No. Um, no, not so. Yeah, I mean, it'll be, to your point, it's curious, it'll be interesting to see how he 
embodies embodies and emotes and will there be flashbacks where they're together you know pre revenge of the sith um I'm, you know i'm sure that there definitely will there's there's got to be otherwise it doesn't make sense for yeah him to be it's there. like okay yeah. man we're cool the spencer wilding played uh darth vader in rogue one he is the same guy who has the headphones on in uh guardians of the galaxy he's uh, also okay. in ghost rider he's he's in a couple other things well and he's a big dude so like six that's seven the, i mean it's like we just talked about david prowse last week like yeah. usually darth vader is like this big dude yeah <laughs> so um we'll see that it's it's interesting it's cool but a little confusing a little co- yeah. did they didn't give dates or timeline for for it did they no. um no. i thought i saw somewhere that this was no no it's the next one that is is going to be ready in 2021 i think they're they're, they're supposed to be filming obi-wan starting in january mm-hmm. so um it may be 2022 before it comes out but they obviously didn't give dates 10, right, so 10 that, years, 10 years after Revenge of the Sith. Ugh. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. The, oh, the, the events. I was like, the events. it's been longer than that. <laughs> so, so it's a, it's a fresh Vader. Like he's just, he's like, he's kind of come into his own. Definitely. Yeah. He's been Vader for a while. Well, yeah. and like, there is a lot of, I've read a lot of them. There was a, a really cool book that focused on the very beginning of Vader um, and a whole bunch of comic books that that focused on it too, and like it's like his story from like the, the immediate aftermath after you know Order sixty six and and Padme dying was super interesting. So like to see him in this in between period, yeah, yeah. Like, will be cool. I mean that's just as interesting to me, if not more, than what happened to Obi Wan in between. You know, I, mm-hmm. I their stories run so parallel. The fact that we're, we weren't even thinking about this. It's kind of crazy, you know? Yeah. Well, I think because we associate Hayden Christensen with Anakin Skywalker. Right. And, uh, you know, Darth Vader. That's that's what's weird. <laughs> yeah, we don't, I don't know. It's going to take time. Maybe, okay. maybe he'll, like, find him. Uh, Obi-Wan will find him and has to, like, nurse him back to health. <laughs> let's talk <laughs> like, about I don't want this episode. All right. Let's move on from this. Let's talk about the next thing. Ahsoka. So, Ahsoka. We knew this was coming. They showed us a, the, the pilot of this uh, two weeks ago. <laughs> uh, but it was a great show. We, we loved it. Uh, so after Biggie, her long-awaited live-action debut in The Mandalorian, Ahsoka Tano's story, written by Dave Filoni, will continue in a limited series starring Rosario Dawson and executive produced by Filoni and Favreau. Um, so limited series is interesting. Um, yeah. What do you think about that? It sounds like one season, which I'm so. Fine with. Are they going to talk about what I think the fans of Ahsoka are are curious where we left off? But it all it says that it's going to take place within the Mandalorian time period. Well, so Frank's this is this may I just be semantics. <laughs> this may be semantics, but they're talking about Obi Wan Kenobi being a special event series, whereas. Ahsoka is a limited series. I don't know if there's a difference or if it's just like, well, I think Obi-Wan is going to be six episodes like true detective and it's done. That's what we heard. And so I'm a little disappointed that Ahsoka wouldn't be a longer running show. Um, 
Uh, They'll unless... have to resign Ardons. But I thought you yeah. said she was signed for three something, three movies, That's what three we seasons, three. Maybe three That's is what we a limited series. That's like Daredevil. We're... I guess Daredevil is a limited series, right? Well, it wasn't supposed to be. It got canceled. <laughs> well, true. Um, but I mean, it, what it could be? Maybe she's signed on for three series, and maybe that's her having her own and showing up in Mandalorian again and showing up in Rangers of the Republic. Mm. And maybe there's a new show after that that she pops up in. Sure. Um, We know that these deals aren't, like, that granular. Like, think about, like, the Marvel movies. It's like, okay, they've got, like, eight movies, and they show up in Avengers or And these have to be serious, crazy deals because they know that they they need to build a Star Wars Mandalorian (laughs) universe. That's what they're doing. That's what they're doing. That's clearly like like that. That's what that the whole direction of this call, the summation of, of what they're doing is this, because that brings us into the next thing, which wait, is wait 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 wait. <laughs> I'm not done. Okay okay. So because to me the what's interesting about it being an Ahsoka show and titled her name is like more of a personal story. Yeah. Like you know and so like to see what's going on in her mind and and there, I, I just i don't know if that's the place that we see ezra bridger and thrawn continue on like maybe there's elements of it but like i'm just i don't know what to expect honestly it's said in the, the period of the mandalorian so it's I, it's not like an adaptation of the book that they that came out a couple of years ago and it's not going to be set in in the aftermath of order 66 it's like during this time period um, it, I don't know. I, I'm very excited about it. I want more of Rosario Dawson, but I don't know what the plot's going to be. So it's a, it sounds like it's going to kind of pick up where we last saw her or wherever Mando's going to end with her, right? That's that's what it sounds like. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm in. And, and Filoni will write it and it'll be EP yeah. by him. I mean, it's his it's his baby. Yeah, and if that's if if I don't know what it's about, all I know is I always trust him, so it'll be fine. <laughs> in, in, in Filoni, we trust. In Filoni, we trust. We will build to him a statue. <laughs> yeah. All right, we can move on now. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, Rangers in the New Republic, set within the timeline of the Mandalorian, this new live-action series from executive producers Favreau and Filoni will intersect with future episodes and culminate into a cinematic story event. So they're telling us they're doing a cinematic story event. <laughs> Three different wordings for what these things are. So, well, okay. okay, so we have Ahsoka, we're going to have Rangers, and we're going to have Mando. Mm-hmm. Ma- Obi-Wan is not going to intersect with this. No. Um, what do we think about that? Is that... Think about... So, so when we were brought into the MCU... Like we didn't really, I I don't think we really understood how far it would go. I I don't think I knew, you know, when we saw Avengers, even with you know in 2012, how far the universe would go, the different stories they'd tell, and then where it is now. It's interesting to think about Star Wars kind of at a similar point that it's kind of after they've done you know seven, eight, and nine. That's over. Mandalorian is a hit. It's a huge hit. And it kicks ass. And 
It's on this own thing that they own, that they distribute, that they control. In fact, if we stay up long enough tonight, you <laughs> could wait and watch the new ep- the new Star Wars. The new Star Wars will be here like a brand new baby at two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> like that's a crazy new thing, right? Every week, every week when this shit is on, right? They're gonna make a cinematic a, a cinematic story event, okay? Whether that's a movie or its own limited series, I'm thinking it's gonna be similar to a Defenders, yeah. but it's gonna be on a Star Wars Mandalorian level. I mean, it's cool that they're not announcing what that's gonna be. It's cool that they're threatening Thrawn as the big bad, but we're not gonna see him, I don't think, in Toto for a while. Um they're going to take our Star Wars friendies, our new Star Wars figures <laughs> that we really like, and they're going to put them into the a new way of we like that's what's crazy. It's not even going to be movies. It's going to be shows. Mm. And you're going to see it at your house, and I'm sure they're going to release it the same way they're releasing Mando because they know the fucking fever that they make. The world has been tossing and turning about Tamora Morrison for a week. It's amazing. It's amazing. A guy who was in a movie that people revile. It's the single worst. It's it's the worst Star Wars movie, movie, movie. Um, maybe Rise of Skywalker is there too, but really, like his he's so cool in that scene. But this is so different. And Belle Fett, the resurrection. The whole thing, the world is going crazy. Okay, <laughs> rate it in, buddy. <laughs> what do you think? What I mean, th- that's what they're telling us. That's the whole underlying message. We're doing Avengers with Mando. Thoughts? I, I have a few thoughts. Well, one, AJ, to your point of they're creating an event and and you know they're causing all this uproar throughout the interwaves and stuff like that. So yes, they are. But we're in television, and to your point, there's a new episode tonight. It's almost these things are fleeting, you know? Yeah. They don't get to breathe as long as a Star Wars film would. So mm. that's one thing. And then all these these three series that are likely going to intertwine, it's almost, in a way, this could have been one full series a la Game of Thrones and you interweave all these stories together and you, you know, you do it for seven or eight seasons, but instead they decide to do, you know, singular story arcs through probably lesser seasons, which is an interesting approach. You bring um, in different creators here. Here's, here's what, but, I, but you're not bringing different creators. It's still Favreau and Filoni on all three of these. On these, on, so, on these. So what they're saying is that, this show, Rangers of the New Republic, will intersect with future stories. So it's going to intersect with Mando. It's going to intersect with Ahsoka. But there are probably going to be other shows in this time period that it will cross over with. And can you ima- like imagine if the climatic story event is like the invasion of the Yuuzhan Vong? Like the, the, that other – like. I don't know what that is. That that was like <laughs> what everybody wanted to happen. That's like after yeah. the original like uh, trilogy of novels that that from the expanded universe. Everybody that like is an expanded universe fan is like waiting for this. Like it's like this race of 
aliens that come from, I think, another galaxy and, like, really fuck up everything. So, like, I don't know. I think, honestly, what they're doing is they realize that they missed a lot of the dots that connect the original series and the sequel trilogy. Yeah. And and now they're trying to fill all that in, and they're just going to put a whole bunch of stuff in that time period. And, I, I mean, I think this specific show sounds cool um I, it makes me wonder is it like you know seeing cara dune with her little badge is like is she a ranger of the new republic is she moving on to this show because <laughs> i mean like well you just uh, and last time we spoke you mentioned that she could get her own uh yeah, it, yeah. but it's kind of hard to say because Gina Carano is a little iffy. Like, yeah. is she somebody yeah, you want to back Car- on? Gina Carano is not your uh, Brie Larson level person. No. Right. But I think Brie Larson is going to be in this Patty Jenkins movie. Ooh. Brie Larson really wants to be in a Star Wars movie. She, she wants really to be does. in Star Wars so bad. And she be but like, I want to see. Wouldn't her she in... want to be a Jedi? I thought she wanted to be a Jedi. She wants to be a Jedi. Not everybody gets to be a Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's Captain Marvel. She's already a Jedi. <laughs> One simply does not just become a Jedi. <laughs> Yo, side note, I need the Hobbit and Lord of the Rings on 4K DVD and a 4K DVD player yesterday because I've seen like three articles in the past day that like Peter Jackson redid the 4K Blu-rays for The Hobbit and now they look as yeah. good as Lord of the Rings. And yeah. like when you watch them, they're like really epic. And like I just read that and I get a huge boner. (laughs) (laughs) I heard about that too. But like the climactic story event that this thing will lead into, it could be another series, it could be a a movie on Disney Plus, or it could be a movie in theaters. Like maybe maybe this whole thing will lead into like Ryan Johnson's trilogy. Who knows? It doesn't even say it's one movie. It could be a a trilogy for all of you. Yeah, it's funny because it's like they're moving forward in Star Wars time, but still in an enclosed window because we have a bookend film already yeah. made. So yeah, we're go kinda, very much further. Right, we're kind of limited to where the stories are being told. That's why, like, seeing an Old Republic film or the Knights of the Old Republic, it's, you know, you could start at, it's basically starting at zero. Yeah, you, you totally could. Um, or something set way in the future, but again, I think that they left so many gaps. They did. <laughs> that they have a... to go back and, and fix their mistakes. Yeah, they're like, oh, there's a new Republic in the First Order. Like, this is going to show how that happened. Yeah. Which is probably necessary. And how the Emperor comes back. They're going to show that. That's how. That's what this whole thing is all about. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's also... What this par- is, that's what Mandalorian is going to be about. That... Yes, that's what Mando's about. That that it's going to be about what they're doing to set up Palpatine's return, or set up Snoke or whatever the fuck they're trying to do, but that they are they know that they have to fix this that it's a big big problem, and and they'll and they will. I, I think we're so lucky that they're. I mean, I mean, could they have planned for a better outcome? You know, it's crazy. Like, we are so into this format. You know, it's event television but it's it's streaming you know and it it's too it it's great um it'll mean that when it comes back to the movies it'll it will feel big again definitely i agree with you the scale will return yeah lando 
Yeah, this I mean, is cool. We kind of Who do we think? touched on it. Who do we think? You think it's Billy D with the new young girl, or do you think it is Donald Glover with a whole new cast of characters? What if it's neither? What if it's neither? It could be neither. I mean... It could be the middle Three age. Landos? There's three Spider-Man. You get to do that That's... in movies. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like Lando had his last hurrah in Rise of Skywalker. Absolutely. He's looking pretty old and out of shape. <laughs> I can't see Billy D doing a show. Yeah. I don't think he's got it in him. Yeah, and Donald Glover... I. I don't know that he's interested in doing it again. He's like, I feel like he's got a lot of other creative projects. To on... Grant, it's an event series again, so it's not a, it's not a new series. It's not a new long running. Yeah. I, will Mando even be long running? It just, well, that's the other thing that's not in this article. It got renewed for season three, and yes. it's coming back Christmas twenty twenty one. Yes, twenty twenty next year, next Christmas, next year, yeah. So, um, I, to get I don't know next year. I don't know. <laughs> Lando. I just feel like I, I agree with you, Matt. I feel like Donald Glover probably wouldn't want to be tied down to do it. I think he maybe would have been down for a solo sequel or something like that. Like another movie. But at this point, like I can't see him doing it, which I don't know. I mean, maybe it, and they didn't say what time period it takes place in. Like if it took place like exactly after return of the Jedi, you could like, you could argue that Donald Glover could still play that version of the character, but I think maybe they're going to go with someone else. I think so. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. All right. And like, I love Lando, but like what's, what's maybe it's about like his exploits on cloud city, (laughs) like how he got there. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I feel like this is the one that's kind of a little bit of a head scratcher. It's like no one really asked for this. Do we this want wasn't it? One we were thinking of. This wasn't one we we're thinking of. I don't know. I worry if they're gonna like overdo the character. You know. Well, and you said it before. Like, how much can we revisit the same characters and the same time period and the same like adjacent stories? Like, yeah. I, but again, if you announce a, a, a new series focused on this random character, like it's harder to get behind. Um, and that's why it's curious if it was like Donald Glover returns or Billy D. Williams returns. It's like, that's news. It's just, I don't know. Just, it's a little funky. Um, all Everybody right. take a breath. It's okay. We're almost done. Uh, yeah. Okay. So Andor with Tony Gilroy and Diego Luna. Uh, picking up with Cassian Andor from Rogue One, uh, we're gonna have a whole new cast: Stellan Skarsgård, uh, and nobody else Fiona I've ever Shaw. heard of. Ma- Mon Mothma is returning. Yeah, um, we also know that Alan Tudyk is back as K2SO. So, um, yeah, th- I think this is gonna be great. I love Rogue One. I think I may. I think it's one of the movies that like I maybe like watch like four or five times in like a month or two because, like. It's it's just so cool, and I love the way that they incorporated the different planets. I wish it had more of a singular vision. I wish they stuck with what Gareth was going for, but I also think that the finished product is is really fun and has a lot of value to the kind of Star Wars films I'm looking to see now. Uh, and and I think this is it could be cool. I've yet to watch the sizzle reel. 
I will go watch it on my 4K 75-inch TV momentarily. Um, I did watch the sizzle reel. Um, it's pretty cool. Like it, it, it definitely evokes rogue one and the rebellion and all that stuff. Um, but you know, this morning when we were, tw- uh, like texting and back and forth, like, well, yeah, I wonder what this announcement thing could be. It's like, are they even filming the show? Yeah. It started in December. Uh, and we're like, why do we need it? I, <laughs> I like that movie a lot, but like a prequel to a prequel just seems kind of weird. Well, Yes, you're right. I think that they're, they'll be limited in where they can go, but maybe they're trying to tell stories that, you know, it'll be a different level. You know, right now we're dealing with Force-sensitive and Mandalorians and all different levels of the Star Wars universe. This could be more of a singular, linear kind of a thing. He's a rebel. He's been a rebel for a long time, and he's out there in the universe doing spy shit. Mm-hmm. What do you think, ZB? I think I think that's probably right. I mean, what I liked about Rogue One was that it was a standalone story. Like, I feel like I didn't walk away that being like I need more of that. Like that was that was great, enjoyable as like a two-hour film. Um, but I don't know. I just I didn't care all that much for any of the characters. That's why when they all die, spoiler alert. You're just gonna. Like, <laughs> I know you're supposed to say spoiler before. But... You did great. It's perfect. <laughs> um, I'm assuming anyone, everyone's seen that film by this point. You know, you you're like, okay, you know, they, they were Paul it, to it, see that movie. They were disposable. They, they were disposable. They were, and like, there, I am interested because, you know, the movie starts and you get the sense that the rebellion has kind of been, you know starting the other thing that's interesting is it's five years it's supposedly set five years before rogue one which curiously is also five uh rebels is around that time period uh, but i just i can't see any further crossover there like it just doesn't so know. they'll they'll be casting ezra bridger in the next week or two i guess i don't know like to, to cast a young ezra bridger that's like then it's like, why wasn't that story told in the animated show before? Got a great point. Got a great point. (laughs) Um, I think it's mostly going to be about him, but I mean, it would be cool to see like some elements of Phoenix squadron at some point, the ghosts show up. I don't know, but whatever. Um, (laughs) So yeah, again, why do we need it? We'll see. It's probably, it'll probably be a surprise. It could be fun, but um Maybe maybe there's more of a story of like maybe he was like a bad guy and like he turned good or like that's true. Redemption is big. Redemption arc, yeah. I don't know. All right, this next one is kind of interesting to me. So, did you guys watch Russian Doll? No, a little bit. I I never finished it. So really liked it. I I just it was one of those things that I've watched the. It felt very repetitive. I, I yeah. understand why so many people liked it. I just didn't super connect with it. But I think yeah. the filmmaker is a good filmmaker. I really enjoyed Russian Doll. Um, you think I would like it, Frank? Would AJ like Russian Doll? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. I don't know why, but... Probably it's not? Just, I, it's 
it's like AJ likes everything. It, yeah. It's, <laughs> what's her name? Natasha Leone. She's really yeah, funny in it. She's great. I think the episodes are short. I feel like if I remember, they're like thirty or twenty minutes. Yeah. yeah. So it's definitely worth like a binge because there's not. It's not that long. Um, and it's, you know, it's time loopy. If you like time loopy episodes of like Star Trek and all the other sci-fi shows, like that's what this does. Um, now I don't think that this Star Wars project will have anything to do with that, No. (laughs) but the thing that we didn't say before is the Acolyte is a mystery thriller that will take the audience into a galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers in the final days of the high Republic era. Right. That, that, that line just... Sounds very intriguing. Probably the most <laughs> intriguing of the bunch outside of, you know, um, Obi-Wan to me. Yeah. Because, and this is kind of, a, you know, I, what I wonder is, are they not leaning into the Old Republic because they want to do this High Republic thing? Um, it's like their big publishing line right now that they're launching next year. Um they're doing a whole bunch of new stories and in, in comics and books and yeah. So if, if they didn't have Wouldn't something even in that live point, action, they hadn't seen a Sith in in nine hundred years. So like, how are they gonna? What's the conflict the Jedi will have? Well, it, it, what I remember about it was that there's like some inciting incident that you know they're basically. I think it's like three hundred BBY to one hundred BBY, which is before the Battle of Yavin. So like those two hundred period. That 200-year period is, like, the highest point of peace and, like, everything in the the Republic. I guess it's the New Republic. I don't know. How many republics are there? There's many Um, republics. (laughs) Many republics. Um, But there is some inciting incident that, like, a whole bunch of people died and, like, something bad happens. I think this is going to start to, like, tell that story of maybe, like, maybe connecting the dots to, like, Darth Plagueis. Uh, you know, mm. you know, thinking about that, like, how did he come to be if there hadn't been Sith emerging for so long? dark side powers? Yeah, sure. Because if it's 100 years before Phantom Menace, you know, Palps is already like in his like 30s, 40s. Yeah. And if, and if he trained with Plagueis, who was a, an Old alien, it, it, wasn't he a mun or something? I don't know. <sighs> um, did, was but, the High Republic just something they made up? Recently yep. for this just, series, just, just making it up. They're just well, like, here's a new thing. They announced it, I think, at the top of 2020. I want to say is like it was intended intended to be their new publishing line just to explore this era that hadn't really been talked about because they, you know, in the old stories there was a lot on the old Republic, and so I think it would have been a mistake if they didn't have some sort of live action property attached to it. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know if there was anything in the expanded universe about it. Probably not. I wonder if the Ryan Johnson thing is High Republic and not Old Republic, and people got it twisted. Could That's be. Possible. And then he and then he does the trilogy of the High Republic films. Yeah. I hope maybe who knows I I we'll see. It's still interesting because it's separate from everything we know. Right. Um, and where's the but... timeline? Where does the where does the High Republic fit in to what we know right now? Um, so it, it ends about a hundred years before Phantom Menace. No, ends about a hundred years before A New Hope. A hundred years before A New Hope. So all the events of one through four have happened. Not happened. 
have not. Have not have happened. Not ha- have not happened. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's mm-hmm. Jedi. Yes. There's a ton of Jedi. Okay. Like, if, if go look it up, you'll see like Wookies as Jedi. <laughs> you'll see like all these cool like there's some lit- lightsabers with like other cross guards and stuff. It's, you know, when we saw them in the prequel trilogy, there was a lot of them, but there was even more back then. And Yoda's around. Yoda's around. Dope. Yoda's around. Like, I don't know if we'll see Yoda in this series, but maybe if they continue to expand in that era, we could. He's got to be like, you know, zesty, like in the guys in Cocoon, you know? <laughs> like old and f- flinging around. All right. So the last thing I think we really need to really dig down deep into here is the Bad Batch. Yeah. So this is a new series. This is going to be an animated series. Yep. It's um, it's really a spinoff of the Clone Wars. Um, okay. It's in that same animated style. Um, the Bad Batch was uh, a story arc in the Clone Wars that actually, before it got renewed to do the final season um, earlier this year, it was like released in story reels at um star wars celebration so like i i and they made them available online so i watched them back then like five or six years ago and then they finished those episodes and that was part of the season seven um it was like a four episode arc around this bad batch of um clones basically they're you know mutated each one has kind of their own special skill like one of them's a sharpshooter one of them is like a big like burly guy another one's a tactician an it guy like um all different friendos yeah i work together and as a huge fan of the clone wars i was a little perplexed as to why this show was getting made i i thought those episodes were fine but they weren't like the thing i was like most latched onto for that season um, but I mean, the trailer looks pretty cool because it's kind of focusing on like what happens with the rest of the clones. Like you, you think about all of their switches flipped in their brains and now all of a sudden they want to kill all the Jedi. And it seems to me like the bad batch maybe aren't, uh, affected by it and that they may be sort of like anti-heroes and maybe that they would go against the, like the clone army that becomes like the stormtroopers um i don't know we'll see or maybe they are part of the empire and they're doing these crazy mercy missions to like uh, mercenary missions to kill more jedi that could be cool (laughs) devastating but cool what do you think matt um you know not (laughs) hard pass (laughs) (laughs) pass (laughs) not having seen all of clone wars i'm not as versed in this error um but yeah i mean looks cool sounds cool it, yeah i mean have how many jedi are left at this point Is i mean after or order, after order 66 i think it's after order 66 so okay. the numbers are low but you know basically basically all the other canon comics and books that and like there's like a whole slew of inquisitors that are out there trying to find the jedi that are in hiding and so maybe right. th- there's something along those lines yeah um i think palpatine looms large in this show um <laughs> always always that bastard. my favorite palpatine is the from villain pub like the how did this the uh uh how it should have ended guys they have yeah. that 
that animated thing. I love their little Palpatine beard. He's so good. Did you guys watch the Lego special yet? Yes, I loved it. I adored it. I thought it was great. ZB, did you watch it? I haven't. Should I watch it? Yeah, you gotta watch it, ZB. Yeah. Then we'll it's, talk about it's it. Fun. It's fun. Like, it's, it's like 45 minutes. It's, is it you're, gonna, love... you're gonna like it. Is it on It's Disney a good love Plus? letter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'll watch it. No. It's a good love letter to Star Wars, and um, it's it's funny in moments, but it's kind of like there's like one half of it that I really like, and the other half is just fine. <laughs> right. Um, okay. All right, so yeah, then there's some other animated stuff. The, the other thing that's interesting to me that they like kind of left out was like, there's no, like, sequel show to Rebels, or there's no like next big animated project because like, they even had that show on um, Disney. Resistance? I guess it was on the Disney. Ch- yeah, Re- Resistance, which I watched the the two seasons of, and like it was kind of okay, but not what I wanted. But there's no nothing else on the horizon of like a long running animated series, um, and maybe they're just not. They're doing not that. there yet. They're not there yet. F- Filoni's too busy. Yeah. He's he's making they're, a cinematic they're, event. They're, they're they're making six other <laughs> series or you know four other live actions right now. Yeah, because yeah. they can, and I you know with movie going kind of a big question mark for at least the next year or two having all this television makes a lot of sense it does and and some of it will be next year it sounds like uh i think ahsoka is next year um yeah they just make it in the laboratory so like like i said last time we spoke i i was talking about you know we're gonna have a couple of star wars series in a year well, now it seems like we could have more than a couple even yeah I think by the time that Patty Jenkins Rogue Squadron movie comes out, we'll have pretty much a season of like all of these shows. Right. So there there won't really be the lull in Star Wars gap. Like at most it'll be six months. Until, it'll be yeah, like six months. Yeah. Until you get you know, until you get your fix. And then it'll be it'll be that way forever. <laughs> there'll be there'll be Star Wars on TV for every six months, and then there'll be big event movies every three years. Is is that is that good? Do we want that? I know we're excited about that now, but are they gonna? No, they're doing the value right the brand. Yeah, no, they they fucked up already. They need to redeem themselves. Right? No, they I know. shouldn't. They shouldn't have made those now. movies so close together. And they should have had a, they should have thought more about what they were going to do and then think about them now. And now with the TV show, they have more room to experiment and try and pilot other shows that they're going to make for other TV shows inside the show they're already making. <laughs> so, well, and the thing that's kind of like, I know that some, some of these projects were like, oh, why are they a limited series? Why is it like this? Like, at least then it's like, this is the vision that they have. Yeah, they can tell it on their own terms and that and obviously it's on their own platform. So there's never going to be the fear of like, oh, it's going to get canceled before it's completed. This time last year, we had just seen the greatest one off series of all time. Watchmen. I mean, it was genius. Like it it really was. Every episode is a piece of is a work of art. And then you watch the fulfillment of it. it. It was really an amazing thing to go through now. Like they know that that's out there. They know that it's available 
and they they know that they've had success with that with Mandalorian. So I I, I just to me it seems like the most logical sense. It seems like the best way that they can keep Star Wars available to the audience as we want it, but to maintain the specialness of the movies. The movies have to feel special. The movies have to feel earned. And it has to feel like when you're walking in that you're seeing an event. It is a, an important moment to be at a Star Wars movie. And until they are, um, we're feeling that vibe at that level of excitement again, you know, even two years ago, were we this excited about Rise of Skywalker? It was a different feeling. It just felt like we were... Was that, I guess that was a year ago, right? It was a year ago. It feels Shit. like an eternity ago. I we were all really excited. We about were thrilled. It. We we didn't know what was going to happen, and then you I see was it excited and, but a little nervous. <laughs> you yeah. know, and then to see it, and then to to see it the way that it played out, and now to kind of just like watch that ripple through what we love, and to see the larger scheme at it. That's what I think that they weren't thinking about, like. It's a Star Wars episode, like episode nine, like, and they didn't what? Come on, guys, like, yeah, uh, whatever. But even All still, right. they, like, they know that they have this great availability to make it in the laboratory, which is a whole new way of making Star Wars, and you know, I'm in. I have one final question for you guys. Ooh, Matt, you maybe, go first. Maybe. Maybe it leads to other conversations. What do you think Papa thinks about this? George Lucas himself. This whole Oof. slew of Great stuff. Great question. That is a good question. I think, well, I read something semi-recently. It was either like this week or last week that he's pretty bummed out that how the new trilogy turned out. And rightfully mm-hmm. so. He He doesn't get why they didn't use any of his ideas which he thought were good of course he thought his ideas were good um (laughs) but you know he chose between devoting the rest of his life to making more star wars or passing the baton and like having a real life and he passed the baton so you know i think i think it's probably a very mixed bag of emotions and a lot of inner turmoil i mean he's he's Anakin skywalker yeah <laughs> you know he's definitely like i'm sure some days he wakes up and he's like oh, life is good and then the other days he's like man i wish i got to fucking you know direct episode seven but i you know his his love child has expanded again and evolved again and leveled up again to this other platform and it's reached millions and now you know, with this new technology, which is amazing to your point, AJ, like they make it in a lab now, like that's crazy that they could, they could turn this stuff out. And that's why they announced all this stuff with probably within the next three years, because the level of filmmaking and technology to make this is, is it's astounding. It's incredible. incredible. It's the most game changing Star Wars technology we've seen since the prequels. And what's sad is like, the prequels are always going to look aged, but like the technology that they're using here is like that technology times a thousand. And what's going to happen next? Like when we're in five to 10 years, when we're talking about like the star Wars VR playthrough that you download to your headset and then you're a part of the global, you know, star Wars, you know, rebels, whatever community that they choose 
Like it'll be a whole different thing. Like I'm excited to see it continue to evolve. I hope George um, is happy that his legacy is so honored and that his, the legacy of the prequels is going to become only more glowing in the, into the future. Um, ultimately they'll probably try to special edition those motherfuckers. Um, I could see them trying to, I know him, we know what he did with the originals, <laughs> yeah. you know, he's set up now to have that kind of sway and to go back and maybe fix the lighting and adjust different things, not change the movies, not change the animation, but change the, the lighting and make it look a little bit more aligned with cinema. You know, I, I could see him coming and, and continuing to be a guiding hand. He's been on set. We know that. Yeah. Um, and I, and I hope that he knows that we love it so much. That's why we're making it. Not because he did a bad job that we need it. And we, and we want to play in the sandbox more and that's okay. Yep. I agree. I, I, I feel like he's probably, you know, mixed emotions, but like ultimately happy that his, uh, his baby is, is growing and, and, and changing. Um, yeah, all the stuff that came out about his uh, his scripts on seven, eight, and nine was super interesting. Um, if you guys haven't checked that Kira. out, please do. <laughs> yeah, the, the movies that never were. Uh, <laughs> maybe they'll spin off a separate timeline, and he'll get to make those one day. <laughs> they can't do that with Star Wars. Let's see them do it with Spider Man. I'm 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 still waiting. It's it's interesting to think uh, you know now that we have one through nine. Who would have thought that? potentially this newest trilogy would be looked at, you know, with more negative connotation almost than the prequels. I mean, it's so fresh still. I agree with you. I feel that way. It's almost um, like the prequels are aging better in a way. Right? They will. Well, we grew up with them though. Right. So, like, so they hold a special place. I don't know if everyone feels that way. Maybe people that are, were, are, are, were our age now, like in the teens, like right now, maybe they love those movies. Maybe kids love them so much. I don't know, but I don't know if they're going to age as well. That, that will remains to be seen. Um, when you movie marathon, the sequel trilogy, it's very confusing. <laughs> I have yet to do it. And it's something that I want to do this month, but I don't know if I'll get a chance to. It's weird. <laughs> okay. Cause they, they all come out in December and I'm like, it's, Star Wars time. It's Star Wars time. All right, dudes, dudettes, friendos, Zebe, Matt, a Jedi, <laughs> Sith Lord, <laughs> Rainbow. He's got a hood on. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so tonight we, we talked all about Star Wars. Thank you so much for jumping on. Um, so good to have you, my friendo. Uh, yeah. You know what I was thinking? It just like, um, like, that we would be home right now for winter break in college, you know, like hanging out. Yeah. Great times. Thank you coming for coming on, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for um, getting let me vent and calling the meeting of the minds. It just felt, <laughs> it just felt too important to just be like, you guys should just, we should just talk about this right now. Cause yeah. it's, it's all right here. We're all, probably reading this and ZB is executive producing this podcast. <laughs> I was like, you guys need to have a podcast. Go. <laughs> Oh, yeah. It's, it's great. probably a better work for me anyway. 
Uh, all awesome. right, Frank, you want to take us out, buddy? Sure. Well, thanks, everyone, for tuning in uh, to this special Star Wars edition of the Long Lost Heroes podcast. Uh, we will be back soon, of course, with the next episode of The Mandalorian, uh, episode 7, chapter whatever, 15, I think. Um, uh, as always, you could like and subscribe to the podcast. Um, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify. Um, you can email us at info at longlostheroes.net. You can find us online at www.longlostheroes.net. Um, you can find us on the social medias, uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at LLH Podcast. Uh, please, you know, leave, leave us a rating and review. Let us know what you think about all this Star Wars news. Um, there's even more. There's Disney news coming out as we speak Marvel about news. Marvel. News, news, news. No, yeah, so we'll see if we can break that down, too. So please let us know what you guys think of everything that's happening. Um, I'm Frank. I'm AJ. I'm ZB. Thank you, Matt. <laughs> Thank <laughs> Thanks, you. guys. Uh, may the Force be with you. May the Force be this with you. This is the way. Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> <laughs>